Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. I am so excited for you to listen to today's episode. It is with Sabrina Hokut. We have, Sabrina and I have a client coffee date where we catch up. We talk about all things overcoming fear and depression and blocks that prevent us from living our dream lives. And Sabrina shares stories and examples, and we give quite a few actual tangible practices that you can use to clear the fear out of your mind and out of your body in order to create the life that you're meant to be living and the life that you desire to live. So I'm so excited for you to dive into this episode. And before we get to the show, I want to let you know that About a month from now, a month and a week from when this episode is live, on March 6th, we begin the Manifestation Coach Program. So if you feel a call to becoming a life coach who is masterful at shifting energy, shifting the root cause of why challenges are created in our life, business, relationships in the first place, and really allowing your career to be this vessel of spreading more love and joy and healing on the planet, then this program may be for you. It's a three-month certification program where you get trained in how to be a manifestation coach, a life coach, and the underlying principle in all that we do is energetics. There's a lot more that you can learn about this on the website, so I will link that in the the description of this episode, and it is application-based with only 10 available spots total. So if you feel called to that, you can head to the link in the description of this episode. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Breathe and Receive podcast. My name is Alicia McNeil, and I am here to help you manifest and enjoy the life relationships, and business of your dreams. I believe that each one of us is uniquely designed, and as we become more aligned with the truth of who we are, life becomes much easier, and we get to simply sit back, breathe, and receive all that life has to offer to us. I hope you enjoy this episode, and that it brings some entertainment, laughter, and transformation to your day. If it does, it would mean the world to me that you share it with a friend or tag me on social media. Now let's get to the show. Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. Today I'm having a coffee date, although I forgot it was a coffee date, so I have water. (laughs) It's too late in the afternoon for coffee for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, With a very special woman. Her name is Sabrina. And we have, well, we worked together for, I don't even know how long, but she took a few of my courses and programs and she was in the Manifestation Coach certification. And I have her on the show today because she is an incredible light in this world. When you hear her speak, you're going to just be soothed. (laughs) She has a very healing voice and healing energy. And I think she has a lot that you can take away just from her story and her experiences. And 
we're just going to chat and and flow and see where the conversation takes us. So welcome to the show, Sabrina. Thank you so much for having me. That introduction was just so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And and thank you for coming on. And I would love for us to just begin with you sharing a little bit about where you were before we started working together. I remember you were a teacher and I'll, I'll let you share all of that. And then yeah. um, where your, your life is now and, and what kind of happened along that journey. Yeah. So before I met Alicia online, um, I was a kindergarten teacher and I was really unhappy with how my life was going at that point in time. I was very, I would say like cloudy and foggy and out of alignment is the best way to put it. Um, and I didn't really realize that I was out of alignment. Like when I finally, um, reached out to Alicia through a friend, a mutual friend of ours, um, it just felt like home, like your teachings really did feel like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. And it didn't make sense for me at the time to quit my solid quote unquote, like, you know, continued paycheck job, but it didn't make sense to others. It didn't make sense to myself. Um, but I knew that like in my soul, it was something that I, I had to do for me. Like it was the first time in my life where I'm like, people are not going to understand. People aren't going to agree, but I have to do this for me. And so when I finally like came to that clarity that I was going to quit my job and invest not just money, but like my soul and my energy into this course, like everything cleared up for me and synchronicities started. I really feel like that's when my life, like my own healing journey began and my own like personal development and my life began. Like when I took that huge leap because I had no idea where it would take me, but the trust that I had in myself, in Alicia, in the teachings, it just like, it felt so right. <laughs> That's so good. And it made me remember when I first took a leap to become an entrepreneur. That's when mm-hmm. things really started to shift a lot in my life. And I feel like it was like my first time saying a big yes to something mm-hmm. that felt really scary and unknown. What did it feel similar for you? It was so scary. It was, I, I prayed about it. I wrote about it. Like it just, I kept trying to talk myself out of it. Cause I'm like, no, like the, the safe, I'm like air quoting right now. The safe thing to do would be to stick with this, you know, really solid job. I just started working. I can push through it. I can power through it. But my body was like telling me, yes. Like I telling me, like I had to take this leap and there was just no going around it. Like the fear continued to try to talk myself out of it, but I just pushed past it because like, I knew that I couldn't continue living the life that I was living out of alignment. And it just completely fell into place. And it was like the missing puzzle piece was like this connecting me with my own spirituality, my own growth. And this course that Alicia taught was so beautiful and just taught me so much about just the codes of life and like the foundations on which I live now 
are so different from two years ago. Like before I met you and before I started investing in myself and believing in myself, I am truly a different person today, luckily and thankfully because of all the work that you taught me. Oh my gosh, I'm getting <laughs> emotional over here. That, that means so much to me to hear um, and to know. And you've shared words like this with me before, but to just hear that, even though we haven't been working together for, what has it been like a year? Yeah. Yeah, and to know that it still landed so deeply and it's mm-hmm. shaping your life, it, it means so much to me because... I really, one of my main intentions when I work with people is to help them feel empowered on their own and to have all these tools that they can come back to for the rest of their life. So it sounds like I was successful in that with you, which feels really good. And could you share with us more about like what happened after you took that, that leap and you quit your nine to five teaching Mm -hmm. job, like what happened next? I know you started to travel and yeah. Mm -hmm. I, my heart led me to Costa Rica, which was a huge, just leap, another leap of faith. Like I just continued like staying and like my mantra was like, if it doesn't make sense, you're on the right path because, because the wilder, the crazier, the more like interesting ideas that would pop into my head. I just knew like on a soul and a cellular level that it was where my path was leading me because it just, I wasn't getting it from the outside world. This was truly internally like what I had to do. And I felt it on like a deeper level than I ever have. So after I did quit my nine to five, I booked a six week trip to Costa Rica, which is the first time I've traveled alone. I boarded the plane alone. I was freaking out. Like, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) I'm leaving my safe little cocoon And I'm going to a place where I don't know anyone. I don't speak the language. I have no idea what I'm about to do for the next six weeks. But like my heart continued and my soul continued to tell me, yes, like this is it. So I followed that. I ended up um, investing in another course when I was in Costa Rica, um, a virtual course that taught me um, hypnosis and Reiki And I got double certified as a life coach. So now this would have been my second time being certified. My first being the six-month course with Alicia. And again, didn't make any sense for me to invest money now that I didn't have that consistent paycheck coming in. But again, if it didn't make sense, I was going to do it because it just felt right. I wasn't I was not paying attention to the fear in my mind. I was only paying attention to like what I knew I had to do. And I continued to study when I was in Costa Rica. I met the most amazing people. Like that trip is just like a whole other story. Um, It was so soul led and that's why I loved it so much. Um, And then I came back home and um, continued to study and now I got certified um, through that course, through the second course, and I started getting clients and it was just, it was something that like, I just couldn't believe that this was a year of growth, like uh, only one year. And it was like a quantum leap, like the confidence, the 
just the way of being was just such, I was just such a different person from a year ago at that time. And I always had this like inner voice, inner dialogue, like before I took all these courses, I had the, I had this inner dialogue of you're depressed. You'll always be depressed. You'll always be this way. And just through all of the teachings about like your brain through hypnosis and just all of the life codes that Alicia taught, it's, it's just, it really opened my mind and my eyes to understand that I was my own limit at that point. Like the fear in my mind, that little voice was not truly who I was. It was the fear that I was listening to that was trying to keep me small and trying to keep me the same. But pushing past it, taking the leap was the hardest thing that I've ever done. And I'm so happy that I did it. Like, I just cannot even imagine what my life would have been like if I, if I continued to listen to the fear. So I think just like my biggest life lesson and the biggest teaching is that, that voice, although it might be strong for some, um, push past it and listen to your soul and into your heart because that's the truth of who you are. And once you stop listening to that voice, everything is going to fall into place for you in a way that you've never even imagined it to. So yeah, just pushing past the fear. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. You just dropped so much wisdom and <laughs> I had this image come to mind, which I teach in a lot of my courses when I'm talking about fear. And it's where we put fear in the back seat because I'm sure a lot of people listening are wondering like, well, how do I push through the voice? And mm -hmm. how do I know what's my fear and what's my soul? And I think really it's only over time you really get to know mm -hmm. like what's fear and what's of the mind and what's really not true. Like I'm creating the fear within myself mm -hmm. um, versus what is my soul and what's calling to my heart. And, and I know for one, like for me, it's following my desire. I know that my mm -hmm. soul will always guide me towards what feels good and towards my desire. Um, and you know, I, I brought up putting fear in the backseat. I'm curious if this is your practice, Sabrina, or if you have another way. Like for me, when I have a fear and I know that something's meant for me and I'm super afraid of it mm -hmm. or I'm feeling anxiety or I'm feeling worried. Let's say, for example, um, when I first started to share online on social media, I was terrified. Mm -hmm. And that was like my main fear that I kept running away from. I wanted to be an online uh, like health, uh, influencer. And I wanted to be a personal, well, I was a personal trainer at the time. And I had always thought like, I have so much I want to share online, but I was so afraid of what people would think. And I was so afraid of being judged. And I just kept running away from my fear thinking if I ignore it, it'll go away, but it just yes. grew louder and louder. And the voice in me was like, do it. Yes. So eventually I was like, screw it. I feel my fear and it's not going away by me just feeling it, but 
I'm going to set it in the backseat of my car and I'm going to say, you can just come along for the ride. Like I, this like part of me that desires the most extraordinary life is going to take the wheel back and it's going to take control back and I'm going to choose where we go. And it's so funny because once I posted online, it was like, the fear just melted into the mm-hmm. backseat and it was so much less scary mm-hmm. to, to take action and, and to share my, my truth online. So then it became, okay, the new fear was using my voice and like people hearing me talk on Instagram stories. Yeah. And then it was like launching a program and then it was um, traveling across the country. And then it was traveling outside of the country to Costa Rica. That was my first solo travel experience as well. And I think over time, I'm curious if this happens with you, like I just begin to realize, oh, that fear just feels big right now because it's new, Mm -hmm. but I can put it in the backseat of my car and I can take it with me. And eventually my body began to learn that fear actually wasn't scary. It was just created in my mind. And over time, the more times I leaned in and just did it, the less scary life became and the more confident I became to where now, you know, I can share probably anything online and Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of what people think because I've done it and I've experienced the truth that it's all going to be okay. And the, the reward of doing the thing that feels scary is so much greater than hiding for our whole lives. Mm, That's so beautiful. Yeah. Just feel your head on and mm -hmm. what were you going to say? I was just going to say, do you, um, have like a similar experience of the more that you leaned Mm -hmm. into fear, the more confident you became? Yes, so much so. And another practice too, like a very tangible practice, it's been really important for me. Um, The second course that I was talking about, I also got certified in um, EFT tapping. Mm -hmm. So essentially our bodies have um, meridian points on them. It's essentially non-invasive acupuncture that you can do at any point of of the day. I do it sometimes when I'm if I'm having trouble falling asleep, like it really does soothe your body on just a next level. It like tells your body to calm down. And one of the first steps, um, the karate chop point is the first point that you hit and you want to acknowledge whatever's coming up instead of like kind of spiritually bypassing the fear. Just like you were saying, like the fear is still in the car. It's still in the back seat and you're acknowledging that it's there, but you're like, come with me, take a ride. I'm driving. And that's the same thing with EFT. It's like, you can say like at this point in time, I'm feeling, I understand that I'm feeling this fear and the sensation of worry, but I truly and deeply do love and accept myself. So you can hold both. You can have the fear and work through it. Um, by saying like, I do love and accept myself just how I am. And a few rounds of EFT, And it's so funny because some people will forget why they're doing EFT in the end of like three rounds. So it's really important to write it down. Like the reason that I'm doing this is because I'm experiencing this fear. It works so well that at the end you might forget. (laughs) So like, it's really cool to do like a scale from one to 10, like, oh, I'm experiencing like a six out of 10 anxiety. And then at the end, it could be a one, a two, a zero. So just making sure that you write it down to see that improvement is really cool. 
Wow. I love that you shared that so much because it's so true. Sometimes the fear feels so scary in our body. Like our body actually may feel like we're going to die. Although Mm -hmm. we logically are like, there's no way I'm going to die from, you know, uh, taking, you know, talking to that person that I have a crush on, but our body may feel that. (laughs) So I love that you brought that up. There are these somatic tools such as EFT tapping, Mm -hmm. where you can soothe the nervous system. And even just like repeating, I know when you tap, you say the fear aloud, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. just sometimes just saying it aloud can neutralize it. And the more Mm -hmm. that, um, I remember I do this practice um, and I teach it in my love embodied course where we, it's called the deepest fear inventory. Did I ever do that with you? I don't remember this one. So basically what you do is you say, um, you write down, it's by Marianne Williamson created it. Mm -hmm. And you basically write down, I refuse to have what I desire. And you write the desire because Mm -hmm. I have a deep fear of, and then you write down what you fear and you really write down. I fear feeling the sensations of being judged. I fear Mm -hmm. feeling the sensations of failing. I -hmm. fear feeling the sensations of making a lot of money and people wanting to take it from me. And you just write it down, write it down, write it down and read it aloud. And you do that every day until you're so used to the idea of these fears that it actually doesn't create an emotional charge in your body anymore, um, which is another way to, to really move through them and, and take the inspired action. Wow. That gave me chills. I'm going to do that too. I'll write that down. That's so cool. Oh yeah. It's good. And Mm -hmm. and it helps you realize the things that you're afraid of. And the Mm -hmm. fact that we're actually not at like, for example, when I was afraid of posting on social media, I wasn't actually afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of feeling what it feels like to be judged. I was afraid of my roommates like talking about me behind my back, but really what that feels like. Right. Because all possibilities exist. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, no matter what we do, we're going to be judged. No matter what we do, we're going to have challenge. No matter what we do, we're going to experience heartache. So the the real fear is not being able to feel those feelings of that and hold them. But we're humans that are so capable of feeling and moving through um, challenge and um, experiencing sensations. And when we know that we're capable of feeling that, we can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're <laughs> always so much more capable than what we put our limits on. Like when I had that limit with, um, my old belief, I'm not even going to say it's a belief. It was an old thought, Mm -hmm. um, of depression. I really did limit myself and I wasn't expanding my capacity to what truly I'm capable of. And I think that's so important is to just like list out those thoughts that you do have and just notice like those are self-placed and you can, absolutely work through those push past those and go so much further than what you think that you can Mm. and I love that you're bringing up uh depression and Mm -hmm. that you struggled with it I struggled with it as well and I'm sure that some of our listeners do so Mm -hmm. is there anything else that you would share like let's say a listener is hearing okay 
some of the thoughts and beliefs that I have, I have created. And maybe they're mm-hmm. actually saying like, okay, I'm willing to open to the idea that mm-hmm. I play a role in this depression and it's not happening just to me, but there are habits and thought patterns that are creating it. Maybe mm-hmm. they're feeling some shame and like, maybe they're even mad at themselves. Like, oh my God, I'm the one creating my own suffering. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone feeling that? I have so many thoughts. It just like flooded in. I have so <laughs> many Um, the first thought that came to my head, um, which I'm going to speak on is the book. Oddly enough, it's a money book. It's by Jen Sincero. It's, um, being a badass at making money, making money. Yes, exactly. So good. (laughs) I love that book so much. She has a practice in it that you do, and she wants you to do it like throughout when you're reading. And I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but it's like, the first one is like, change what you're listening to. The second, change your environment. The third one, change the people who you are surrounding yourself with. Like if they're talking negative about money, like shut that down or just like notice it. And then listen to another podcast who talks really positively about money or whatever it is. And I think that goes so much deeper than just money. It can be applied to literally any aspect of in your life. And I remember doing that practice and noticing that I was listening to music that made me sad and it was comforting in a, in a weird way. It's, it's kind of an addiction when you are experiencing those emotions on a daily basis. It's like your body is like chemically addicted to feeling that way because it's, it's quote unquote safe again. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's what your mind and body are used to. That's what your subconscious mind is accustomed to. And so just changing your environment, changing the people that you listen to, the podcasts, the music, like remove anything that is like kind of comfortable, like in your sadness or whatever emotion it is, remove that and implement newer positive, like what are you going towards? So if if it's like, I want to more positive mindset than listen to like really positive podcasts about like uplifting and inspirational quotes and like stories about other people who did it. Like fill your mind with those types of things because your subconscious mind, and this is what I learned um, through my course in hypnosis, your subconscious mind, which is 90 to 95% of you, which is so crazy. Like it literally runs the show. Um, it's taking an information at all points of your day. And no matter what you're listening to, you're watching, you're hearing, you're doing, it takes everything personally. So that even goes to the point if like you are gossiping about someone, your subconscious mind is taking it personally. And essentially you are gossiping about yourself because your subconscious mind thinks that you're talking about you. So anything that you're watching it literally puts you in that perspective and your subconscious mind is taking all that in. And these are how beliefs are formed, especially from ages zero to eight years old. So you could have an unknown belief that you didn't know about that's living in that subconscious mind from a TV show that you watched when you were four. Like it could be just such a small moment in time and it was imprinted on you. So I think the first thing to do is really like 
dive deep into every aspect in your life, thinking about what can I change? Um, definitely read that book as well, because it applies to all areas in your life. And yeah, really getting to the root of that belief is going to be so important. Getting to the root in your subconscious mind of what's really holding me back or what's going on in my subconscious mind that I might not even be conscious to. And so, yeah, you can find out a lot about yourself through working with someone else. Um, going to therapy is amazing. Working with a coach, a mentor, journaling, meditation, there are like endless modalities and it's all about like what works for you. I would never put all my eggs in one basket. Like Alicia and I both do so many different things for our health. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just so important to like try a little bit of everything and see what you like and kind of taste test all of it. Cause there's so many amazing modalities that can just move you and awaken you and just let you in on yourself, like give you insight. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> you just shared so many great things. Go back, <laughs> listen to that, take note. <laughs> Sabrina, I'm so glad you're a coach and a mentor oh, thank you. for others. You're, you're in your lane and I'm so excited to see where it takes you. Thank you. Um, I, I love everything you just shared so, so, so much. And I really want to emphasize, like, find what, find what creates that spark within you. Like, mm -hmm. if you're suffering and struggling with depression, I know, like, from when I've experienced those times, it can feel so uh, hopeless and mm -hmm. almost numb where like yeah. for me, all I wanted to do was sleep. Mm -hmm. All like I didn't, I had no drive to want to do anything, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think when you're in that space, it can feel really challenging to build new habits, like to meditate and to tap and to explore mm. all these different things. So I would encourage you to start really small and slow. Mm. And even before you even add in something, I would encourage you to take away the things that are creating this, um, this disharmony within your system. Because one of the things that I know to be most true in the world is that there is this infinite, endless stream of love and joy and peace. And it's an energy that we can feel. And you know that feeling when you've been so present on the beach watching a sunset or when you feel the sun on your skin or when um, you're at a concert and you're listening to the music and you get goosebumps. The, this is evidence that that energy dwells within you and all around you. And I know for myself, when I've been in those depressed moments, you know, I'm numbing out on my phone, on social media, on the computer. And the best thing that I could do for myself in those moments is to say, all right, Alicia, <laughs> let's turn off the technology for the day and just get mm -hmm. outside. Yes. <laughs> and just be, because that allows that, that energy to, to come in, um, 
And then I guarantee you, you're going to feel some motivation to maybe go on a walk, to maybe dance and get energy moving, to listen to an inspiring podcast. Um, but really take note of what what are those things that are, are really weighing me down um, and not adding value to my life. Mm-hmm. And when you start to take those away, it's like all this time and energy is freed up for you to explore other, other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just know that if you're in that space, Sabrina, Sabrina and I have so much compassion for you because yeah. we've been there and we know how hard it is. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I really encourage you to reach out to someone for, for support, uh, mm-hmm. because I don't think I would have healed my depression and my anxiety and my eating disorders without asking for support from others. Mm-hmm. Um, right. it, so important. Yeah. And something that just came to mind too. And I think that this is why Alicia spoke to me in such a way that like my soul lit on fire is because, I mean, I didn't know at the time that you had struggled with depression as well. And I think that the reason that you spoke to my soul and you're such a powerful coach and I am as well as because we have been in those lows so that we know what it's really like. And we can speak to those people who are there and we can tell you like there is another side to it. And, um, I think the quote goes something like you can't appreciate the mountains if you have never been in the Valley or something like that. So it's really true. You, you really do need both the yin and the yang. So, so that you can experience both sides. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I, I really believe that the people who have suffered the most are like our world's leaders. Mm -hmm. And so who knows, maybe you out there listening will be, Mm -hmm you know, interviewed on a podcast one day talking about everything that you learned, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, so good. Mm -hmm. So Sabrina, before we wrap up, I'd love to hear, you know, first I'd love to talk about your coaching practice. Mm -hmm. So who do you support usually? Like Mm -hmm. what kind of clients come to you and Mm -hmm. um, what are you specializing in, if anything? Yeah. Um, a lot of people who I've recently been working with have been drawn to me because of, um, hypnosis, which is very fun. And a lot of times when people, um, first come to me, they don't really know what hypnosis is. So I'd love to kind of demystify it a little bit because a lot of times people are thinking it's like the stage presentation where you like, where they make you do a funny dance and stuff like that, which is, completely um oh my gosh can I I tell you something yeah so when I was in high school they they brought someone in to do hypnosis yeah and they were like they called me and probably 20 (laughs) other people and they were like putting you into a trance and then they Mm -hmm. said walk up onto stage and I did it and I looked I wasn't hypnotized right look and it looks like everyone else is so I'm the only one that did this, but I just walked off the stage. I was like, I'm not going to pretend to be hypnotized. Nice. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't know if everyone else was hypnotized, mm-hmm. but it's funny to look back and see yeah. that. Like, Screw that. I'm not going to. like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. But I will say uh, Sabrina has done some hypnosis within, um, or some hypnotherapy sessions within the online healing center and they are profound. So I'd love for you to continue sharing. Yes. About it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So exactly. So people think about like those like stage presentations and they're like a little weary, (laughs) which completely makes sense. I mean, unfortunately there's not the best, um, like portrayal of (laughs) hypnotherapy. Um, but essentially hypnosis, you are in complete control and it truly does take you on a journey within your own subconscious mind and, the hypnos, um, the hypnotherapist is allowed to speak directly into your subconscious mind, because when you are in the state of being that is um, the alpha state, your brain waves slow down, and you're able to really, um, really get more information and not push it away as much. Uh, it's called the critical faculty that's in your mind. I like to think about it like a gate. So if Um, I was talking to someone who was not in trance and they were, let's say, depressed, just since we're kind of on that topic right now. Um, And I said, you're not depressed. Their critical faculty would push it away and be like, no, that's not for us. Like, you know that you're depressed or whatever. Um, But since um, when you're in trance or when you're in hypnosis, or a hypnotherapy session, the critical faculty melts away because of the brain state that you're in. And you're allowed to accept those suggestions so much more. And it's just so powerful because we are 90 to 95% subconscious. It's so potent and powerful to do work and um, try different modalities that are both um, with your conscious and unconscious. So like therapy, a therapy session, I would be working with my conscious mind because I'm awake. I'm just talking to the therapist. But if I was in trance or hypnosis, then I would be working with my subconscious mind. So I think definitely try a little bit of everything if you are just trying out and starting. Um, and but it's, oh, yeah, go I was ahead. just going to ask if uh, if someone's interested in this, Mm -hmm. You think like, okay, I go to YouTube, I search hypnotherapy. Mm -hmm. Personally, I would be like a bit skeptical of, you know, what are they going to program into my subconscious mind? So would you say like, look for someone like you, who's been trained Mm -hmm. to you vibe with? Absolutely. Like definitely make it personalized. And that's the powerful part of hypnosis too, is that you do a little talking before the hypno, uh, the actual session and the hypnotherapist will write down what you're saying so that they can relay back to your subconscious mind, your exact words. So like a, um, YouTube video, it would be talking very general or maybe not speaking directly to you and, the words that they choose might not like kind of vibe with you or your subconscious mind. So it, I think it's important to do like a session, either like a group session or with a live um, hypnotherapist or a one-on-one is really powerful as well, because then they're at, actually able to like personalize it directly to you and your subconscious So you're able to get the most out of the session and definitely someone who you trust, who's Mm -hmm. working with just the most pure intention. And as long as you can find someone like that, um, I love doing hypnosis just to help people. And 
um, the kind of clients who I've been attracting this, um, recently actually, because they have been seeking hypnotherapy have been people who are wanting to lose weight, who maybe haven't been for like over 10 years who come to me and say, like, I've tried literally everything. And this is like kind of my last hope. And then I usually go through them, like with them, like all the things that they did try and everything has been like on the conscious level, like, oh, I've tried this diet and I've, you know, done this weight loss program and I've done, and they've never actually worked with the subconscious mind, which is where all of our beliefs are residing. And I definitely think it's powerful to work with the subconscious. Um, if that is something that you are looking for. Have you experienced evidence like working with these clients and doing hypnosis with yourself? Like what are some of the things that come and manifest from this hypnosis? Yes. Um, I've been struggling with like hormonal acne and I actually did like a self hypnosis. Like I recorded myself. I waited like two weeks and then I did it so that it wasn't like fresh in my conscious mind. So I wasn't like, okay, I say this next. So like, it was kind of like, I, I was caught off guard by everything, which was kind of cool. Um, and it really cleared up my face. Like in the next like two days, I was like, I was getting so many compliments on my skin. Like my boyfriend was like, whoa, like your skin is looking so clear. I was like, I promise this is hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. You know, I... I have never fully studied hypnosis besides what you've taught me. And, um, but what I will say is, you know, I have studied manifestation for a long time, practice it, mm-hmm. love it, teach it. And one of the most, um, effective ways to manifest is to visualize mm-hmm. or hear a script of what you're creating yeah. either right when you're going to bed or right when you wake up, because the brain states are in yeah the state where you're receptive and your subconscious Mm -hmm. mind is, um, very easily influenced. And I have to just share that you keep talking about earlier, you were saying, um, you know, the music we listen to and the things we listen to get programmed into our subconscious. Mm -hmm. And I've always known that and kind of believe that, but so for many years, I, so I'm not a big TV watcher. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll get really into a show. Like I'm visiting with my dad right now and we got into the recruit. We're obsessed with it. (laughs) That's awesome. Huh? I said, that's awesome. Yeah. And, um, but I do love sometimes just to completely unplug my brain because Mm -hmm. I do like personal development work all day. And I just want to unplug my brain and laugh. So sometimes I'll watch New Girl. Um, And I love New Girl. Everyone knows I love New Girl. For many years, I've seen it like, uh, there's like six or seven seasons. I've seen them all multiple times. Mm -hmm. I'll just throw it on in the evening and I'll be very relaxed or I'll fall asleep with it on sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Sabrina. (laughs) Alicia. I find myself in the summer meeting these two guys who I become best friends with, end up moving in with them. Oh we God. literally, I am living <laughs> with girl. Like, really. Oh my gosh. Like, I'll be the only woman and all these guys will come over and we'll have, we'll cook steaks and we like 
we talk about, you know, who we're dating and mm-hmm. I mean, I could share so much, but it's just so oh, funny because that's so cool. I look back in hindsight and yeah. I'm like, what the heck? My subconscious <laughs> turned me into the show. <laughs> and there's even been like, you know, some, I'm not going to share it all here, but basically <laughs> I need to stop watching the show. <laughs> I manifested it. I don't want this to be my life. (laughs) I mean, it's fun, but um, there's some complications that happen in the show that are starting to happen in my life. And I'm like, no. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. You need to watch like the most like aligned episodes or like seek out like only the episodes. (laughs) Yes. Brilliant. That's going to be my hypnosis. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I love it. I just had to share that. So. If you are feeling called to working with Sabrina on the subconscious level, if you feel that like soul, yes, that she was describing she felt with me when she heard me speak, then I really encourage you to reach out and and contact her. How can people uh, contact you and, and work with you? I am mostly on Instagram. I do have um, a website as well. And I feel like the most, like I will get alerts on Instagram. So I'd say definitely reach out to me there. That'll be like the fastest response that you'll get from me. Um, <laughs> so definitely check me out there. I'm oh. at Sabrina Hokut and it's very hard to spell my last name, very hard to pronounce. So maybe Alicia can like post it in the show notes or. I will. I'll post it in the okay. show notes. And why don't you just spell it for everyone? If yeah. like, I want to look her up right now. Right. So it's at um, Sabrina, S-A-B-R-I-N-A, and then H-O-C-H-H-U-T-H. Yeah. It's very German. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I know I knew Sabrina for so long and I texted her recently like, wait, I've never heard your name out loud. How do yeah. I say it? <laughs> I was so off. That's so yeah. I've heard like everything, like Hotch Huff and just all. I thought it was yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I hope if you listen to this episode that you took away something. If you did, and you think it'll help your friends, your community, your family, go ahead and share it with them. If you feel the call, you can shoot us messages and tell us that you enjoyed the episode and it it would mean the world to, to hear what, what, uh, connected with you. Thank you, Sabrina, for joining us. You're such a bright light and I'm so excited that my community will hear this episode and hear some of your healing energy. And yeah, if you feel called to work with her, I definitely encourage you to reach out and I hope you all have a beautiful, magical rest of your day. Yay. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been so wonderful. I'm so honored. Yay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend or tagged me on social media. I love you, and I hope you have a beautiful, magical day.